changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. I want to talk about kindness a lot this year because I think we need it. The world has been through a lot in the past year. What with the divisive U.S. presidential election, the splintering of the European Union due to Brexit, all that devastation, war and refugee crises in the Middle East and Africa and Europe. In fact, we gave our employees for Christmas a baseball cap that says on it, Make America Kind Again. And if you want one for yourself, you can go to our website, chickensoup.com, to order one. So when I put our next book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Random Acts of Kindness, on our schedule more than a year ago, I had no idea how much it would really be needed. But I'm glad we have this book coming out next week because a renewed focus on what is good about humanity seems to be called for these days. And we have it in this book with stories that I think will restore your faith in people. One thing that I learned from the book is that you can't always rely on your first impression of people. So today I'm going to share a story called The Hoodlums Across the Street. And the writer of this story, Elizabeth Atwater, tells us that she lived in a close-knit, friendly neighborhood where everyone knew each other until some new people moved in across the street. And these people didn't fit in. Elizabeth's neighbor Sarah told her that she didn't think they should even invite them to their neighborhood block parties. So here's what was wrong with the new neighbors. They had long hair, beards, pierced ears, and tattoos. And one of them even had several piercings in his face. So Elizabeth and Sarah were sitting on Elizabeth's porch one day talking about these new people when a car from their city government pulled up in front of the house next door. An elderly widow named Mrs. Swain lived there. And not only was she a widow, but she didn't have any family nearby and she was recovering from breast cancer. So the neighbors really tried to watch out for her. But nobody had the time to help Mrs. Swain with her lawn, and that's what she was in trouble for. Her grass was getting too long, and the city had come to tell her that if she didn't cut it, they were going to cut it and send her the bill. Sarah turned to Elizabeth and said, I think one of the neighbors complained it must have been those new people, those two hoodlums across the street. And just then, as if to prove her right, one of those young men emerged from his house and came over to talk to them. But then when he started talking to them, he wasn't some scary, pierced guy with tattoos. He was actually a very gentle man. And he asked what had happened to Mrs. Swain, and Sarah glared at him and said, some jerk reported her because her grass is too high. And the young man turned and walked back to his house without a word. And then, much to the surprise of the ladies, the two young men appeared pushing an old lawnmower and carrying a weed whacker. And without a word, they got to work on Mrs. Swain's property. And when they were finished, they went inside to her house and Mrs. Swain served them lemonade and homemade cookies. And she told them that her own husband had looked like them and her mother hadn't liked it one bit. Her late husband, Frank, was in the Navy when she met him and he had tattoos and rode a Harley. So Elizabeth and Sarah saw all of this happen and they felt terrible. They went and introduced themselves to these new neighbors and they apologized for not having welcomed them to the neighborhood sooner. Elizabeth says she learned two valuable lessons that day. 
not to judge someone by appearance, and also that the most unlikely people can actually be the ones who perform the greatest acts of kindness. Those two young men with their beards and their tattoos ended up being honorary grandsons to Mrs. Swain, and they became very popular with all of the neighbors. There's an Indian author named Pushparana who said the following, Judging is acting on a limited knowledge. Learn the art of observing without evaluating. Now, tomorrow is Tip Tuesday, and we're going to talk about a different kind of kindness, and that is being kind to yourself about that New Year's resolution. You know the one, the one that hasn't worked out so well so far. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you'd like to learn more about our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Random Acts of Kindness, which goes on sale February 7th, please check it out on our website, chickensoup.com. Dot com.